All right, guys, welcome back. It's uh, episode 114 of the Drewcast. If you're joining me, welcome. Uh, we haven't done a Drewcast in like, what, two weeks? Last week we did uh, episode four of the Fantastic Review. If you guys have not seen that, go check it out. Again, series I dedicated to my friend Fran. She would have loved last week's episode because we talked about Return of the Jedi and me and her used to... Me and her used to bag on the sequels, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her used to bag on the sequels, so she would have enjoyed that one. She was a fan of the Ewoks, though. I remember, I remember her telling me that, which, you know, hey, friend. Ewoks were in episode nine, so. But yeah, um, welcome back, guys. I'm actually, I wanted to start off with kind of like a, kind of like on a lighter note, um, kind of just like thanking everybody for continuing to support the channel on all the platforms like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Shorts, well, Facebook Reels, but, you know. And even on here, I know so the last two weeks have been kind of defeating for me because the views haven't been as high, but on everything else, they're still, you know, pretty kicking it. So it's just one of those things where you're not always going to have a win. And that's something that I wanted to tell people who are content creators like me, if especially if you do video format stuff, right? Like if you do stuff in video format, like every week, it won't be a win. Every day won't be a win. You just have to have that mental, you have to have that dog in you, bro, because there's going to be days where you want to quit, you know, last week, the last two weeks haven't been good for me view wise, right? So I've been thinking, like, uh, you know, uh, but th that thought comes and goes, it's not something that like stays with you forever. You just have to have that, that heart, bro. And it, especially like, cause we used to pump out more music too, you know, and like, it's disheartening. I used to tell my friends at work this, Justin, like. You know, you, you put out a song, you put so much effort into the writing process, the recording, the editing, the thought into the thumbnail, and you put like your soul into the shit and then like a hundred views, right? So it's something that you have to have love for, for real. You know what I mean? You have to have love for that shit because there's going to be days where it's not worth it, bro. And we both know it too. You know, you know what I mean? It's just something that, and me and you talked about this last week though, which I really liked your analogy, Justin. You had mentioned that it's kind of like the lottery, right? Like every day, what we what we do because of how what if the so the process we do of posting it on, you know, different uh, social mm -hmm. media apps and like the way we do it, we're like basically playing the lottery every day. You know, all it takes is that one video to go viral, and you're good to go for the rest of your life, right? And I like those odds, bro. I like those odds. I mean, honestly, like those odds are better. Those odds are good compared to other careers. Like in the in different fields, right? So it's one of those things where you just got to keep your head up and not like let yourself get down. Because I easily could have done that the last two weeks, get like really depressed and you know. And I feel like I'm at my best when I'm just trying to have fun on the. I'm just trying to have fun. We're just trying to talk about crazy shit and you know, like last week was cool for me. I actually uh, I actually really enjoyed editing last week's episode because I. Uh, I created the fantastic review for a friend of mine. Literally one of the biggest supporters of me, of this channel, like a really awesome friend in real life. Like it was fun editing that because I was like, damn, Fran, like this is like me carrying on your name like I said I would. Like I promised you that I would. So it's almost like, you know, there's things that we do that you just gotta, I don't know, man. I have that Kobe mentality. I was telling you that last week. It's that you just gotta... I'm pretty sure Kobe that was really disappointed with himself a lot of games. You know, there's probably some shooting nights where he was like, nah, we can't have this again, bro, right? So that's what I compare it to. 
um, just like on your everyday life stuff too. Like if you get down in life and stuff, there's ways to like help you rise above it. it and it's, it won't work every day though. That's like the sad part about this type of stuff is like that it won't work. Even if you try to rise above it and practice and try harder, like sometimes it won't work. And are you okay with that? And if you can be okay with that, then I think things will work out because that's just life and it's the circle of life. But off that, I got something good for us in Edison. So it's a little, I would say it's a little on the, on the bizarre side because we've never, I don't think me and you, have, yeah, I don't think in the history of me and you doing this, I don't think me and you have ever covered 4chan before, right? So people who are new to the channel or you're an avid watcher of me and you don't know what 4chan is, it's basically like Reddit, but a lot of people get discredited for going to 4chan, right? There's like way more trolls on 4chan too. Like the trolling is crazy, bro. I think uh, I think it kind of separated itself recently. I think 4chan is more of like a forum message board style of platform where Reddit has kind of just like turned into like a full-blown like social media app Yeah, basically. where it used to be like a forum message board, but... Reddit's kind of like Twitter in a sense where you just scroll through articles you like, you click it, read it, and then in the comments people yeah. are, you know... It's just kind of become like a social media app now where like 4chan has kind of stayed true to the whole message board message shirt. board forum style. On Reddit, you'll get people like, why did I get downvoted for this, bro? Like, bro, that's even worse. Just take your downvotes and go. Like you literally begging on Reddit and like telling people like, bro, why did I get downvoted for this? That's stupid. That just looks worse, bro. Like yeah. I, I, we have a friend named Cole. Shout out to you, Cole, if you're listening. But he, he, he he's pointed it out to me and you before. He'll literally say like, why do people do that? Like they literally, like they can't just take an L and they make the L worse by saying like, well, why did you guys hate me, bro? Why did you guys downvote me, bro? Like when I get, I, sometimes I like getting downvoted on Reddit. I'll say like hella crazy shit on Reddit just to like, bro, let the... It's cool to see like negative 40. Like that's how many people really took their time to downvote me. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that sometimes it's the opposite. Because like in its concept, it's basically just people who don't agree with what you said. Basically. And if you're mad that like people aren't agreeing with what you said, like just kind of think about that out loud. Like if you walked into a room and you said some like, you know, your opinion on something and somebody like didn't agree with you and you got mad at them for not agreeing with you. I used to, when we first started podcasting, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like I used to get hell about her, right? But now I don't even, uh, like sometimes I'll troll back and stuff, but. Yeah, not everyone's going to agree with you all the time. Yeah, and I, I kind of came to the conclusion, like especially with some of the stuff we, we're about to talk about like tonight, right? A lot of people have a like a variety of different opinions on this type of stuff where, you know, one side is very like, nope. And one side's like, hey, they're real. Okay. But the the post I'm referring to, guys, we're going to get into this crazy 4chan post because I, I went on Twitter and it was like, hey, this whistleblower came forward. He went on 4chan. I wish he wouldn't have went on 4chan because, again, 4chan does have a reputation of like, hey, if you... If you there's been some big movies that have leaked on there, though. Like, I remember The Force Awakens before that movie came out. Bro, there was, like, this crazy 4chan post that was talking about Han getting killed by his kid. You know, like, basically the movie and people discredited it. Nah, that's too stupid. Han, they would never have Han get killed by his son. So I remember when me and you watched The Force Awakens and Han gets killed by Kylo. I was like, Doug, bro, I read that on Red. Um, I read that on fucking 4chan, my guy, dude. Remember when, like, the lightsaber was, like, like Ray was struggling to get the lightsaber and, like, it flies by Kylo and, like, Ray and then Ray gets it? 
they talked about that too, man. They talked about the ground cracking at the end of their fight and, you know, and so 4chan does have some good stuff sometimes, but just obviously it comes with their reputation. Yeah, it just, it's, it's just anonymous. So like you can never really, without like some form of proof, you can't really take anything on that website for You have fact. to take it with a grain of salt basically. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do tonight. Let's just have fun. This Whether this post is real or not, it's entertainment. And it's entertaining. And it gets people thinking. And hey, we don't know everything about the oceans, right? So there could very well be what we're about to read. That could be real. Keep that in your mind. And just keep an open mind when we read this because it's important, right? Like, I'm not saying this is 100% fact. It's just entertainment. It's entertaining. If this guy is real, because he's saying that he has like a black box that's ready to be unlocked when he dies to like verify all this stuff, right? Which, you know, probably... If that is real, hopefully the 4chan trolls don't go after his family, you know, but yeah. So this guy, he claim he's a whistleblower. He claims he's worked with our government before when it comes to craft retrieval, just like stuff around UFOs and UAPs. This is a pretty long post. So we're going to go through some of like the good stuff about this. A lot of it, a lot of it's really interesting and we're going to go through and, and I'll read it off and. We'll talk about the interesting stuff. So the main part of his post, though, right? He goes, I have intimate knowledge of what the U.S. currently knows about UFOs minus the last two years. So basically, he hasn't worked with them for the last two years. So things could have changed in the last two years. But he probably knows a lot because I don't know what could happen in the last two years that would really change what's going on here. One, he goes, UFOs are primarily unmanned drones. Okay. UFOs are built to spec each time they are deployed. UFOs are created by a mobile construction facility that hides in the ocean. The construction facility destroys anything that comes close to it and will disappear for days when approached aggressively. The U.S. believes the facility has been active on Earth for at least 100 years or much longer. And he, he also tells people to fire away with their questions and he'll answer whatever he can, you know, so don't get disappointed if he goes away for a little bit. So just off that alone... We've talked about on this channel before the the fact that there's been some UFOs reported going into the water and up in the sky and in space and especially the famous tic-tac-toe with David Fravor. Now, when he says construction facility, that's interesting, right? In the ocean and it hides in the ocean and it destroys anything that comes close to it and will disappear when approached aggressively. So that to me, that means they've tried to approach it aggressively before. What does that mean? Like, what do you think, Dustin? Like, aggressively, like, are they shooting stuff at this thing? Or No, like probably just, like, frequently. Like, we're going to do a week-long, month-long like thing it. where we're just going to send something there on a daily basis, try to get as close as we can. Aggressively is just, like, you know. The amount of times they try? Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine, like, them shooting stuff at it. You remember a couple years ago, the video of them dropping that bomb out in the ocean? That crazy bomb footage that, like, remember how we covered it before? Mm -hmm. You remember what I'm talking about? Remember that video with the bomb that's yeah. dropped in the ocean and, like, it was like a, bro, what if they were trying to attack that thing, bro? You know what I mean? How do we know? Or, like, signal it somehow? Yeah, like, how do we know they were, like, to us, the public, hey, accident. Oh, hey, we're just doing some tests, but they're really, like, trying, because think about it, right? If, they, if they're trying to shoot this thing with a bomb, right, or a missile or something it's not like the public's not going to see, right? So they got to they gotta come out and say, hey, we're testing out some stuff out in the ocean. 
but it could be that they were trying to either like get this thing to come out or like try to like engage with it now it's kind of starting to make sense a little bit huh so but yeah and he also says that they believe it's been active on earth for at least 100 years or longer so that makes sense because obviously i've we've covered this before there's been like paintings and like scriptures and ancient texts talking like hieroglyphs talking and showing stuff that clearly looks like stuff in the sky clearly looks like and sounds like things that aren't things that we could do especially for that day and age one of the questions though because we're going to go down the list of some of the stuff he answers for on this 4chan post one of them goes so someone asked him they said they ask is there a working theory on the origin if so can you care to elaborate and he goes quite a bit but we think the construction facility has been around since at least 4000 bc see sightings paintings from the early eras of history which we just mentioned that we just mentioned that right but what, what do you think that even BC? means what's well, a how? construction facility just like a like what like a they make it sound like it's a floating ship that just stays underwater and kind of like it like a research lab kind of thing but when they say construction facility that's actually kind of like how does it survive under there yeah for say if it's four thousand bc that has to be like over six thousand years the same things just constructing something for that long like obviously that kind of sounds like ai huh like maybe some ai survived a past cataclysm you know some big event happened and like maybe it's a leftover technology that just kind of went and did its own thing because they have fear already that ai can do that now like the ai is going to start doing that now you know, if a past civilization had that technology and they just got wiped out and that was like the rema remains of it. That's also interesting. Someone goes, has any form of intelligible communication been established? His answer. Yes, it also depends on your viewpoint. They mostly want very little to do with us until we start to talk about war and nuclear options. It's one of the reasons why you see them so often at critical events. Now, you showed me a video, Dustin, where... There was like a nuclear test happening out in the water. And remember that they, there was like six or five like UFO looking craft like like circling the sky. I don't and think I've seen that. So it was on the Y files. Uh, you sent a Y files video one time and you you said in the beginning of his video, why has nobody talked about that more? And when when you play it, it's like five or six unidentified craft near like a. We'll, we'll look it up. after. No, the video I was talking about was the one where the. They thought that it was trying to take the Ark of something. Oh, yeah. The Ark of the it, Covenant. But it was in that video, though. So I'll, I'll show you after what I'm shooting. Because the video was the the light descending down onto this building. Oh, the Mecca. The flash. And then yeah. it just fucking dips. But Which, they have that same exact incident from like 10 different people. Really? Like 10 different angles of footage getting that same exact thing. So someone asked, do they know who or what is creating these craft? He goes, yes, as mentioned earlier, the mobile construction unit is responsible for their deployment and construction. That sounds like AI, right? Like this thing just lives on our water and creates th these UAPs, UFOs, and sends them off. That sounds like some like Wally -E Disney type shit. Like maybe it is from a past civilization, bro. Maybe it just like their technology survived and they just started doing their own thing. Underwater though? Well, if you're trying to hide from us, where else would you hide? No, but do you, you... We don't go underwater like that, right? So, I mean... Hmm. You know, I mean, you're right, though, underwater, but at the same time, I mean, if I'm trying to hide from us, that's the only place I can think of. Really no, I was just more like, obviously, if it's something, like, way advanced than us, their technology is different, but 
try to picture like us doing that. Someone goes, what allows them to fly so fast? What's the technology? His answer goes, gravity, manipulation, and the materials they are constructed from. So, I mean, kind of like what Bob Lazar talks about. You know, these craft are able to manipulate gravity around them, and that's it. that's how they're able to travel so fast, and that's how that's how they're able to move without visible signs of propulsion. You know, so that makes sense. That's on par with, like, what people who have worked on UFOs claim they do, right? So, so another question, though, goes, do UAPs return back to the manufacturing unit? So back to the construction facility? His answer says, yes, some, some come in and leave the planet, but very rarely. Usually the same number that comes in goes out unless special circumstances arrives. It feels more like a carrier, but with, but with construction cap cap capability. The U.S. believes they are not here to harm us. They only seem interested in us once they realize we are destroying things around us, including each other. One of the officials in charge said something that stuck with me. They act like they act like keepers of a zoo, uninterested in the daily life of wildlife until there's a problem. Now, some people in the comment section were, were, were kind of rebuking that, rebuking that. They were like, hey, zookeepers do care about the animals, though. Like, some zookeepers really do care. So, but this guy's basically insinuating that they only care once we start to have war and start to really, like, destroy things. Like, so before we continue, what, what are you gathering from this? As I'm, as we're going down this guy's, like, statements and stuff, like, what are you thinking that this is? Now, we've talked about the zoo hypothesis before, but we were talking about from out in space. Like, if they're here zookeeping us... What what do you think that like what is that? Let's just let's just for the sake of uh, the conversation, let's just assume everything he's talking about is real, right? Mm -hmm. You would think that there would be some huge war over the right to study it or the right to you know be involved with everything involving it, right? If we know where it's at, because he said that it never leaves the Bermuda Triangle, why is there not like Chinese ships like within, you know, distance, Russian ships within distance? Like you would think that there'd be like a UN of, you know, surveillance Maybe boats is, just bro. in that. The, but we never see anything like that, right? Yeah, we don't see it with our own eyes, yeah. So it, is it the United States just knows where it's at at all times or is, that's what I'm saying. It's hard for are me they to, like, are they like gatekeeping like the, yeah, the studying of it? Like and... you would think if like, you know, we know where it's at, that there would be like a fuck ton of people that are trying to discover it and locate it as well. There's one comment that goes, I can approach the facility without being attacked. And he goes, LOL. That's why I brought that up. Cause like, if you know it's real and this is a thing just nobody knows where it's at besides the united states like what's stopping like me or you from going into the ocean and trying to find yeah, it well i mean because you since we've been kids we've heard stories of the bermuda triangle mm -hmm. and how like planes have gone missing and people have died and like like their ships will malfunction the compasses go away you know, we've heard stories of that. So, like, the fact that it's in the Bermuda Triangle, maybe that's the reason that the that the Bermuda Triangle is like that, right? I mean, maybe not, but like, maybe like maybe it's causing the Bermuda Triangle to act like that, right? Mm -hmm. Someone goes, but he, his response to that guy's question goes, "LOL." The last unit we saw approach the facility didn't even have time to communicate that they were being attacked before it was over. I mean, imagine be okay. I just again, yeah. if you're if you're if this is real, yeah, it sounds like a movie. Imagine being on that boat to send that ship. And you're going towards the construction facility and you die. I mean, bro, out of all the deaths you could have here on Earth, that's a pretty cool fucking death, bro. Honestly. I know it's hella sad and shit, but like, you died going after something that nobody really knows about. 
that like all the world gets lied to about, bro. Like you, that was your death. I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. And in, in the aspect of, I'd rather die that way than, than other ways. But so someone said, are they friends? Right. And his response to, are they friends? He says, they cut their losses when crashes are recovered. Same with pers personnel. Zookeepers aren't friends with the animals. So he's actually mentioned that like in earlier crashes, because he claims that these things do crash sometimes. He claims that earlier crashes had beings or like it was manned UFOs, right? But he said as like the crashes happened, like, like you know, towards like today's day and age, that there was nobody inside of them. So maybe they learned not to put people inside of them. Like, hey, if we're going to crash, not only are we are we losing our UAP or like our craft, but we're, now we're losing people that were inside of it. You know, and like, so that actually makes kind of sense, right? You know, but he also he also says another zookeeper reference here, like zookeepers aren't friends with the animals. That's actually debatable. I'm sorry. I don't want to like zone in on just that statement, but like zookeepers are, you know, if you're a good zookeeper, you're going to be friendly with the, with the animals, right? I mean, I mean, I hope you are, so... He, so we have a question right here. Do you know if the entities behind the UFOs are native to Earth? Uh, is it an older civilization, breakaway civilization, or a civilization of humans that escaped a previous cycle of cataclysms due to their advanced technology? His answer, limited expertise since my role is more craft analysis. The U.S. believes they are foreign to our world. A previous cataclysm could make sense. They also show up in times of strife such as natural events. But like for what though? Like, do you have a thought on that? Or like, if it's nuclear, if it's war, natural events, if they're showing up during like, like stuff like that, what could be the, po like, what, why? Are they just trying to warn us? Are they trying to say, hey, look, we're here too, but we can't communicate with you. Like, why show up during those things and like, and not but, talk to us about but, it? Uh, so that's another, th another thing too, right? Assuming everything that he's talking about is true. They haven't. They haven't intervened. Like we, we've dropped nuclear weapons. The United States bombed fucking Japan Hiroshima, twice. yeah, with a nuclear weapon, and nothing stepped in and stopped it. Maybe they didn't know that we had that. Like we, we weren't cap capable of that yet. Like you know? me and you were talking about it earlier. We've dropped nuclear weapons in the ocean itself, and nothing happened. Uh, didn't we used to test nukes out in like Nevada or something like that? Mm -hmm. Isn't that like the yeah? yeah. So that already happens and nothing steps in. So that's another one that, I, I mean, mean then speaking you also of wars, reports, like the like, the World War and World War Two happened. I don't know if they were like nuke. Well, that, I think that's where the term oriented. Foo Fighter came from. What? The term Foo Fighter and there's like a band named after them. Like that's what they were called during the war. Like, you know, pilots would see these things like orbs and shit out in the sky. They couldn't explain it. And that's why they, that's where the term Foo Fighter comes from. So, I mean, you know, there's probably more like to that, but that's just like, mm -hmm. you know, they, they were, they were seen in the sky during wars and stuff. So <laughs> someone goes, have you tried sending in a raft of hippies? The AI might not recognize them as a threat, JK. <laughs> he goes, based on previous disappearances and acts of hostility, we believe the construction facility, and he puts in parentheses carrier, has learned what is and isn't hostile. Usually it will just move away or stay deep under the water. It doesn't fire on civilian boats, for example. Exceptions apply. We have seen one or two go missing, usually after sharp turns. So, like, it's smart enough to know that, like, hey, that's just a boat full of civilians. They're not actually going to do anything. So they've seen boats go over this area? 
I mean, they're if they're watching, they're like, oh, there's a civilian mm -hmm. boat. Let's see what happens now. And they're just cool knowing that that boat is in potential danger. But like how, though? You would, wouldn't this thing be like so deep in the water that you couldn't? How would you even see? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right, bro. That's actually like, you know. Someone goes, any relation to Antarctica? His, his answer was, my section monitored just this craft and any interactions it attempted. A previous co-worker did mention something in passing of Antarctica at one point, but I ignored it, if I'm being honest. Talking about other projects is considered career suicide. I hate that, bro. You know, Bob Lazar talks about that a lot. I don't know if you've ever watched any of the videos I sent you to send, but like... He talks about compartmentalizing and like how the government does that a lot. Like your group is just in charge of like craft anal analysis, right? And then this group is in charge of like what goes into that craft. And this group is only in charge of like the occupants of that craft. And this group is in charge of testing that craft. Like, so like they, they compartmentalize it so much that like, you're like, you're like hindering your own process because you're not sharing any of this information with like physicists or scientists, right? You're not sharing this with the world's best people. Like the science community, if they were able to come together and like look at this stuff and talk about this stuff, you'd probably get a like really, really far. But they're probably worried like, hey, we have other foreign governments to worry about. And what if they could take control of this technology and we can't have that. So we have to hide everything and sneak around from the, our top scientists. An interesting question someone asked. Do you think there are fewer piloted crafts because of the population of the facility, if any, is declining? Remember I told you in previous crashes, like occupants, and then now the newer crashes don't have one. He said, no, the common consensus is that they are just being careful. I've heard recovery of living pilots usually doesn't go well for either of us. We suspect they piloted a lot of initial craft due to early complications. We also saw more crashes. So do you think like these, whatever this is, Justin, like learned, if there's occupants in this craft, I don't know if it's AI and no. Remember, we were saying like maybe it's just like AI from a past civilization, but if there's yeah. actually occupants in this, like what what is that? Remember um, that what he said makes sense because remember the what is it Brazil, the Brazil Roswell incident, like by how Jesus. something like crashed and then the people who they got know, touched it like died. Yeah, and like yeah. they got a hold of it and just everything just kind of like went south. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like it doesn't go. So, to when, he, so when he said, you know. Um, that does go with James Fox, James Fox's story of Brazil, though. I mean, he did report that when a guy touched it and like held the occupant of that craft in his hands, that he ended up dying. Yeah. So when he says it usually doesn't go well for either of us, when he's talking about recovering something that piloted it, that makes sense. But that could also just be him, you know, using prior knowledge about that kind of stuff to form that answer. Someone goes, how long until we hang out with the aliens? He goes, have any retarded cousin? He goes, <laughs> how long until we hang out with aliens? He goes, have any retarded cousins that destroyed everything they touch? He's basically saying like, do you have any retarded cousins that destroy everything they touch? When do you want to see them again? Where the, are we the retarded cousins, bro? Is that what he's saying? That's what it sounds like. Damn, bro. And I'll go over, I'll go over one more thing, man. I'll go over one more. Um, so, but one of the last things I'll touch on, because I can give a link to this in the description below and you guys can kind of like go through it and, you know, form your own thoughts on it. But someone goes, anything about their culture, their name, he goes rumors. Mostly they almost never want anything to do with us. Mentions of destruction or warfare apparently change their attitude pretty quickly. Do you think like the media and the news, Justin will put out like, like fake war stories and fake we're going to beef with Russia to try to like beat these things to come out. Do you think that sometimes... No, because we, we kind of haven't, right? 
Like when was the last time you heard a war story? Well, I mean, propaganda we're going to the like that? Russia and Ukraine right now. You know, but I mean, that's actually really happening. So like, yeah, you're right. Maybe the Cold War. Remember the Cold War? Like, no, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe the Cold War was something that was trying to beat them into coming out, but they just, you know, maybe they were too smart for it. But it's interesting when he says like mostly rumors because, you know, Tom DeLonge has talked about Atlantis and how Atlantis, Atlantis almost disappeared. It, it, from what Plato says, Atlantis disappeared in one night. Right. That sounds like a construction facility, like just going back under the water and disappearing, right? Atlantis was supposedly like a like a really advanced civilization, you know, that we considered gods on this planet. Maybe that's them, bro. Maybe they decided to go back. Didn't the, and... so you, me, and you watched a video one time where the dude that was talking about that claims that we know exactly where Atlantis is at. It was just destroyed. In the eye of the Sahara, right? Yeah, it was just destroyed during a flood, and they kind of have evidence to, like, back that up. So then, like, that yeah, wouldn't be the case. That wouldn't be the case, yeah. That just, you but know, that's if his... I tell you that all the that's time, That's if too. what he's saying is true. Yeah, yeah that yeah. a lot of theories kind of, like, contradict other people's theories, so... You know, and when he says they want nothing to do with us, uh, why, though? If you share this planet with us and you're in our ocean, why do you not want anything? I mean, I would get it, too, what he said earlier, like, hey, do you want to visit your retarded cousin who destroys everything? Like, I, I understand that part, too, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't want to be the retarded cousin, though, but, like, not all of us are retarded, though. Like, these things have to know that. Like, not all of us want destruction and war and, you know, that'd be really interesting if, like, they finally just came forward and said, hey, we share this planet with you guys. This is who we are. And I don't think it would go well. I don't think it would go well. I mean, honestly, bro, can you really see that scenario playing out well? Them revealing themselves mm -hmm. and we being cool about it? I don't think that that's no. There's no way. So, but yeah, like I said, guys, that's episode 114. Thank you for joining me. Had a blast tonight. We could have gone like probably another hour. I mean, this this post is like really long. He answers a lot of questions. I will leave a link below if you guys are interested in reading it. Like we said in the beginning, take it with a grain of salt. Okay, this is all entertainment. It's all fun. This is just stuff for you to like speculate on and kind of ponder on. Like it's fun, right? Like it's like stuff that like usually people don't talk about. You can't have this conversation with everybody in your friend group and your family circle. This is stuff that like we probably all think about since we were kids. But it's kind of one of those things that gets really a lot of people kind of like they almost demonize it to where you can't talk about this kind of stuff or like you're a freak and you're like that. But other like our government clearly is thinking about it and doing stuff about it. Right. But everybody else just gets to get demonized, but like people are clearly working on this kind of stuff. So, you know, leave your thoughts below. What do you guys think of this possibly being like a, like aliens could be real type situation, but like they're like so far away that they haven't actually visited us. Maybe this construction facility came to earth back in the day to study us and they couldn't leave. Maybe they got stuck here. So they just made earth their new home. Maybe they don't really consider this place their home and that's why they've been hiding under the water this whole time. And maybe they're just like, hey, I, I in the same post, uh, he theorizes that the government thinks that these things have been like keeping Earth like safe enough until something returns. That was actually creepy because me and you have been talking about that John Ramirez guy saying by 2027, they're preparing us for a, an impending event and they're preparing us for something. What if they think that that's what this thing's doing, like just protecting Earth until whatever comes back, comes back. And when that happens, bro, no one's going to be prepared. And everybody's going to be like, oh, wow, Andrew was right. <laughs> wow, Andrew was right talking about all that creepy shit. So 
But yeah, episode one, episode 114, guys. Until next time, peace.